0: Wasted Witches podcast episode 3. I'm Destiny and I'm Nicole and we love you guys so 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 much. If you follow us on Instagram, which you should at Wasted Witches podcast. Um for those of you that do follow, if you don't go and follow us, we we fucked up, guys. And um yeah, so we're a little behind on episode 3 here, but we're we're on track now to release every other week. Two, two times a month, so every other Monday. And yeah, so we're back. We're excited.
1: Yes, we are. And, you know, it's been a, a interesting, to say the least, a <laughs> yeah. couple of weeks. And the 29th came and went, and we realized much later that, oh, shit, we did not release the episode that we had recorded. And then we lost it completely yeah, yeah so, so you know
0: we're just taking we it as a as a sign that maybe that episode just wasn't meant to come out and this episode is going to be way better
1: so we're rolling with it and uh just to start us out today because again it's been an interesting week a couple of weeks uh we're gonna take a shot
0: yes because um we need it
1: yeah what are you <laughs> shooting Des?
0: I am shooting fireball. I have these little airplane bottles that my Grammy gave us in our stocking this year. So it was in the freezer. (laughs) I just found out
1: that fireball is not vegan. So chew that up and swallow it.
0: Yeah. For all you vegan folks out there, you can't have some wines and you can't have fireball. Go figure. So
1: I'm drinking Crown Royal, which is proudly vegan friendly. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.
0: Oh God, I'm drinking it out of the airplane bottle and it didn't come out as fast as I would have liked. <laughs> no, none of that. It was good. Mm. Okay. And then for our actual drink, that was just to get the party started, get us uh, our blood flowing. <laughs> um, I will be drinking another non-vegan beverage um I will be drinking sterling Sauvignon Blanc the Vinter's Collection it is from Napa California and yeah I'm it's weird because I'm not usually a white wine person but this is delicious so I'm
1: going to pour me yeah, right now is white wine and I don't like it as much. So I am drinking Hendren and Canada dry club soda.
0: Yeah. You know, you should try Sauvignon Blancs. Uh, Cause I thought that I didn't like white wines and there are nasty Sauvignon Blancs. Don't get me wrong, but there's just something about a white wine with this like springtime weather coming, and it's like, Nice and cold out of the fridge and refreshing, you know? I can see that. I mean, it
1: it has its appeals.
0: Yeah. But, you know, usually if I'm going to drink anything but red, it's going to be like a rosé. Or like all day rosé all day. Yeah. Or like like a a mimosa or something like champagne. Oh, yeah. Mimos are my thing. Oh,
1: but I don't like them with orange juice. Oh, what kind of juice do you use? Um, I will do anything except for orange juice. I don't like
0: how acidic I'm kind of the same way. So I love trying new juices. So like if a restaurant is like, Oh, would you like classic orange juice or our strawberry or peach or, you know, whatever I'll always go for the non-classic. Cause it's just, Oh, definitely. Oh, it's so good. But, um, yeah, what are we whining about this week, Nicole? How about you start off? Okay. Um, I'm gonna whine about
1: uh I got broken up with by a friend. What? What happened? Yeah, I had a friend break up with me. Uh they said she that, broke up with you. Who do I gotta yeah, up? Yeah, right. My <laughs> heart has been broken. Uh I cried about this and I've thought about this. So yeah, she broke up with me. And, you know, we had been friends for quite a while and very good friends, uh, a friendship that I thought would last through anything. And I have been proven wrong. So um, that is what I'm whining about today.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did she have like a reason or was there like some sort of falling out? Like what happened? If you want to share. I don't.
1: No, and I I have ideas. Um I think that she thinks that we're just two completely different people. Mm. And I mean I don't know, I don't think that. I I think that, you know differences are good in a friendship. You don't want to be friends with the people that are the same as you. You want people to challenge your beliefs and challenge your um, knowledge and that helps you grow and it gives you different insight uh, into other things. Yeah, for sure. That is something that I think is important and they clearly did not. They don't like that we are different anymore oh, she thinks that I've apparently gone too far in something and I don't know if she's like low-key stalking me on Instagram and found out about this podcast and feels like I'm the devil now <gasps> or if she because she does that she doesn't have social media but she's like stalks through other people yeah <laughs> so you know so I don't know if she found out about this I don't know if she is mad about my response to one of her text messages or lack thereof a response to one of her text messages but she told me that we are just di- too different. I had texted them a couple of times a few times with no response and finally I was like having dreams about her that she was dead hmm. and like so I reached out to her and I was like dude like why aren't you responding just give me a thumbs up i don't need an explanation as to why you haven't responded i just need to know that you're okay yeah and she sent me this long text about how we've gone separate ways and she's sorry for not telling me sooner wow. it, it's it was just completely um heartbreaking
0: <laughs> yeah i yeah just completely heartbreaking well i'm so sorry that that happened to you but I mean, I am one of those people that are like, everything happens for a reason type thing. Usually, (laughs) I usually I'm that type of person. Um, And like, I don't know, I feel like maybe it's the pandemic, maybe it's not, but maybe it's just us getting older. But I feel like I as well have had like similar experiences where, you know, people who you thought were really, really good friends and that you had a lot of history with turn out to be just somebody that isn't necessarily who you want to be surrounding yourself with. And I don't know, maybe from her point of view, she just thought that she didn't feel the same way anymore or something, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And again, I don't know if it's the pandemic or if it's just cause we're getting older, but I've found, I found myself bleh, I think that shot went to my face. Um, <laughs> I, find my, <laughs> I find myself uh, seeing that in a lot of my own uh, friendships this past year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it did. It drew a lot of people out. Uh, just everything that went on this last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, drew a lot of people out to show their true colors. And uh, I mean, while I, there's some things that I would end a friendship over, I'm mm-hmm. like, for, for sure. um But there are other things like disagreements on, um you know, no, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, disagreements over shit that's, not harming anybody Mm. Mm -hmm. that's that's stupid to end a friendship over but if it's harming someone and I they think that the pandemic is just over like uh, I'm losing my
0: train of thought because of that that shot I'm telling you no (laughs) but yeah so long story short like I I guess see both sides of what's going on here but yeah I'm, I'm sorry yeah. that happened to you you know but um I've whole- stopped
1: being friends with people over things no I haven't yes I have but it's it's different like this friendship was so deeply rooted
0: I completely
1: feel and it. anything would ruin this friendship
0: it's like you thought and all of a that sudden it was like almost like sister-like and now We were. Yeah. I know what you mean. And it's just crazy to not have her in my
1: life. Um, But, you know, she can think what she wants to think. Everybody has the right to their own opinion. Yeah. Um,
0: But And at the end of the day, you have to make (laughs) yourself happy, right? You can't, we can't live for other people and and live inauthentically Just to keep someone around, you know, so I feel like, yeah, you have to be authentic. You have to be true to yourself and the people that really, really care for you. And that are your friends and that are, you know, the people that really, really care for you, that are your true friends and family will stick by your side no matter what. And if you do have, like you were saying, if you do have disagreements, that's okay to have disagreements because guess what? that is what helps us grow as human beings is having these disagreements and talking about them and learning different points of views and different opinions. If everyone thought the same exact way, we'd all be a robot, you know, like we have to, (laughs) we have to have relationships where people push boundaries and people have hard conversations and friendships and, and relationships should shouldn't be easy if that makes sense. Yeah, they're not all meant to be bells like uh,
1: butterflies and puppy dogs you know, yeah there's there are fallouts, there are disagreements there are people going separate ways quote end quote.
0: Oh man okay well, you know that was our whine about it. Let's go into our next segment. Thank you. on this thank you hex we actually had talked about it in our previous episode that we recorded but we want to re-record it for you guys because it's so important and it's so it's so good it's so good so nicole since it was your book that you were reading uh how about you start off and tell the listeners out there what book you were reading what you texted me and then we can kind of go from there.
1: Okay, so believe it or not, I read. (laughs) And I'm reading this book that my friend that's no longer my friend got me. Is it really that friend? Yes, it is that friend. Um,
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And uh, it is called The Bible from 30,000 Feet. It is a weekly read of each chapter of the Bible. You give a year, you get the Bible basically. Uh, so I am keeping up with it since January. Uh, I've had the book for maybe two or three years and I just started reading it.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> but to be, to be fair, it is because I was very busy with roller derby.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had not a lot of downtime to do my leisurely, laid back, relaxed things like read. Uh, So once roller derby stopped, I have more time to to do what I did before that, which is read, play music, uh, color, draw, all that fun shit. So in the book that I'm reading, I get to uh, Saul and we're talking about how he was a hot mess, but he did a lot of shit <laughs> that the Lord didn't like. Um, but one of the particular things was that he did not keep the word of the Lord and he consulted a medium for guidance. Um, that is a despicable sin. Mm-hmm. Like God detests mediumship um, in the Bible. Yeah. So and according
0: to the Bible...
1: Yes, which is written by a lot of people still don't know. No yeah. one knows. A lot of people. A lot of people. But there are few that do know. <laughs> Just kidding. That is not the case. No one knows really. Yeah. It was written a bajillion thousands years ago. of years ago. Yeah. So here's here's the kicker. If we could take anything from the Bible, what do you think that would be?
0: Like my own personal opinion?
1: Um, I would say for the masses.
0: Um, If we could take anything from it, I'd say love. Okay, love.
1: I would say Ten Commandments, right? They're the Ten Commandments of our
0: God. Oh, wow. We went two different ways.
1: (laughs) Yes. But I'm I'm saying the Ten Commandments are about love. Yeah. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt love thy neighbor, respect their parents. Um, you should not worship other gods, and mediumship is none of those things. Mm-hmm. So, is it like, is it that bad? <laughs> is it that bad? Um,
0: I mean, I mean, the what... Bible also says
1: the Bible also says that you know, like, you shouldn't be gay. But I disagree
0: yeah exactly and or you shouldn't have tattoos or you know and look at us yes look at us I mean (laughs) (laughs) or premarital sex
1: or like anything or work on Sundays like how many people do work on Sundays
0: there's so many things in the Bible that I feel like I mean the Ten Commandments does have Sunday should be saved as a respectful day
1: or like a day of the Sabbath
0: yes yeah but which is why church is usually yeah I'm okay with that on Sunday yeah but like everything else you said it is a very I don't know it's a very gray area like a very fine line um of almost whoever did write the bible we're gonna get so much shit for this but (laughs) whoever you wonder right like like that was that their own opinion or or are the times just evolving that much? You know, it's, it's hard to, to really say, but I can say as far as like the mediumship thing, you know, for me being a medium is I don't, how can I put this into words? I have a relationship with Jesus Christ and I have a relationship with God. And no one, including the Bible, can tell me otherwise because I know my relationship, right? <laughs> yeah, I it's pray, crazy. I, and that's the thing, which is why I'm—I I say to people that I'm more spiritual than I am religious, right? Because my spirituality is is very strong. My religion and my religious. Aspect of me is not so much because I feel like when I go to church, and this is just my own experience, I feel like there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of talking. And it's almost like a brainwashy type of feel. Uh maybe I just haven't been to the right church. I don't know. I've been to Catholic, been to Christian, been to youth group. I've been to many of churches. And I just never feel like I never feel like I need to be there. I almost feel uncomfortable and I feel like they're trying to tell me how to love Jesus Christ. And they're trying to tell me how to live my life. And it's like, no, I know, I know the love Jesus has for me. I know the love I have for him. I, I can live my life, you know, in in the best way that I can with love and pure intention and, and know that I am not going to quote unquote hell or, do you, am I making sense? You are
1: because it's, I think, intention based. And if your intent is after God's heart and God's will, that's what matters at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. And again, with like the whole mediumship thing, you know, I have had a few people tell me, oh, that's not Christian. Like I would never you know, involve myself in that and all of this other stuff. But I am I am religious, well not religious, but I'm I'm spiritual in that aspect that I do believe in a higher power. I believe in Jesus Christ. I pray before every reading. I do the sign of the cross before every reading. So, I say amen before every reading. You know, like I have these religious qualities in my spirituality because that's my relationship with God. That's my relationship with Jesus. And I don't need a priest or a preacher or a Bible or whatever to tell me how to love him or how he's going to love me.
1: Understandable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's not for anyone else to interpret. And like you said about like the gay thing, you know, me, I, I grew up in theater. I have many many upon many, upon many gay friends. I am, I myself am quite queer. You know, I just, I don't believe that God or Jesus doesn't love us based on us loving other people. Who are we hurting? Who are we hurting by loving the same sex or whatever? There's no, that's all love, right? That's all love. And again, that's what the Bible is Preaching at the end of the day is love thy neighbor, you know, all of this thing, all these things about love. So why are we condemning people for love? Right? It's totally against the message. Exactly. And
1: if you want to save somebody, condemning them is not the way to do it. Yes. Oh, it's crazy. We I used to skate in the pride parades when they were a thing. And oh, yeah, uh there would always be that group of with their little megaphones. Yep. Saying God hates fags. And (sighs) every year I'd have friends go kiss in front of them and take pictures. And it was just wonderful stuff. We would always send love and light and just
0: try to reach them and, (laughs) and
1: say, you guys are being
0: fucking ridiculous. Yes. Oh my gosh. And speaking of love and light, it's so funny. You say those those exact words, because literally when, like I said, I pray before every reading and literally that is my, my prayer. I I say, please let me receive any messages that so-and-so needs to hear or, or needs to hear, wants to hear. I am open to receiving those messages, but please surround this love or this reading in love and light. I literally say those exact words. I say surround this reading in love and light and then I say in Jesus name amen and I do the sign of the cross kiss my thumb everything so and that's at the end of the day what I feel like all of us as human beings have to do right is just spread love and light yes god's that's, love and light yeah that's what it comes
1: down to in um one of the bible chapters that I can't pronounce <laughs> Like all the names. Oh, my God. It's been great. Uh, Oh, thou shall not take the Lord's name in vain. Just broke that one. Shoot. I did? Uh, No, I did. I just said, oh, God. Oh. (laughs) I did it again. Oh, shoot. Well, here we go. Uh, It says, for the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, and even their name is
0: forgotten. Hmm. I'm not sure I agree with that one. Well, that's in the Bible. And to me, where does your soul go?
1: People are way too vibrant to just be these shells. Your soul has to go
0: somewhere. Yes, I I completely agree. I feel like there are too many things, and maybe we can and dive. Oh my gosh, that's my dog. Maybe we can dive deeper into um, accurate readings again and like readings that came true and stuff. Um, But there's just too many times that there's been things that I shouldn't know. And you can't tell me that that's not that soul coming through from the other side, whatever that side may be. And that's another thing that I'll touch base on in a minute. But coming through from the other side, there's just no way that I would know those things. It's just their soul doesn't just die. And and to say that they will, would you say, be forgotten?
1: No, that they will for like the once you die, you get. You don't know who you were or anything.
0: Yeah, I don't know. How do you not how no? How are these young people with a family? leaving behind a husband wife kids whatever you can't tell me they don't remember that they don't remember that really that's what that's what the bible says
1: so here's here's my thought on it i'm thinking a souls are way too vibrant to just be put out like a flame
0: yeah i mean flames
1: are vibrant too but souls are much more vibrant than a flame um yeah we all have auras come on now there are people who, when they are close to death, report seeing loved ones. Yes. Yeah, this is not something that is uncommon either. Like, it happened to my grandma. Yeah. When she was dying, she saw her her mom. And her mom was welcoming her back. And I know that there's plenty of accounts of that.
0: Oh, my gosh. And the.
1: There's no way that when you're dead, you forget unless God just summons you to go get this person, Mm -hmm. you know, but if, if we die, like it says we die and we have no recollection of who we are or or our names,
0: even how, how, and I feel like names too are are for this world specifically right because if we didn't have names how would we communicate with one of one another if i saw you on the street or if i called you up or something like like what do name. i call you right so that makes sense to me why we have names why we we name this vessel that we were given and
1: i don't when we die we no longer have that vessel so we're nameless
0: So I I kind of agree with that aspect of it just because not necessarily we're nameless because we still, um, from my experience in, in readings and stuff, and just from what I've had happen, names are a big thing. And I actually had a reading where I called out a name. So a name on this earth, we're going to have many of them, right? I, I believe in reincarnation. We're going to have many, many names. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, I, and I I told this girl, I was like, randomly, again, how would I know this? Who is Oscar? Oscar. Oscar is not a common name. So how do you explain that? That, that name meant something to him on earth while in this lifetime with this, this girl that I was reading. There's it's unexplainable. I I don't know where that name came from in my head, you know. <laughs> Up next, we have our shout out. Go ahead, Nicole. Yo, yo, tell yo. yo. Them. <laughs> tell them who our shout out is this week. So this week,
1: I have a friend who works nights. Ooh. Not just anywhere. You know, nights nights at work can be pretty interesting. Considering it's typically a lot more lonely. But this friend <laughs> or actually <is> it lonely. <laughs> right. <laughs> this friend works nights at a graveyard.
0: Ooh. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Spooky. We have my friend David. Uh hey David. What's up? So I'll let him <laughs> take it from here.
2: Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much to be here. And uh so I want to let you know, I'm not a wine drinker, but I got a sangria
1: right here I'm sipping on. Very nice.
2: So cheers.
1: Cheers to that.
2: I think it's the first bottle of wine I've ever bought. It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> awesome. Hey, you got to dip your toes in and start somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: And uh, I'm about two glasses deep. So getting a pretty good buzz going. So having a good time.
1: Perfect. Perfect. And
2: uh. Yeah, that's right. I work a uh, grave at the graveyard. Um, <laughs> I, li- I work at a cemetery called Fairhaven in Santa Ana, uh, located in Southern California. Um, it's a really awesome cemetery. It's uh, seven acres big, so I get the whole place to myself at night. It was founded in 1911, and it's home of a uh, mausoleum that was made in 1916 which is really awesome if you're ever in the area definitely check it out it's just full of just marvel and really cool history the uh a lot of the caskets are engraved with like the freemason symbols and the occult just really creepy stuff um
0: yeah uh,
1: you, you had said that you you work alone but do you
2: <laughs> so far, so far, but uh, it's definitely a scary place to work. Like, especially when I put myself in that mindset of just—it's uh, so dark there at night, and just it gets foggy, and I—I I have a jump scare every night walking around the place.
1: Oh, I bet.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. Um, it's the final resting place of uh, Pamela Morrison. Morrison the, uh, wife of Jim Morrison, which is cool. It's also the final resting place of, uh, Clarence Fender, who is also, who was the, uh, the, uh, creator of Fender Guitar and a woman named corey Ten Boom who helped many Jews escape the Holocaust.
1: Oh, dope. So she's a hero.
2: Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Her and her family uh, hid Jews, and uh, which is really awesome. So there's a lot of rich history there. It's also uh, the home of 284 Civil War veterans, thanks to the efforts of the Santa Ana Historical Society. They actually uh, find old cemeteries, I guess, that are dilapidating, and they transport the bodies there which is pretty interesting so
1: really cool history
2: there yeah
1: has has there been much uh new going on at the at the cemetery uh
2: no nothing nothing that comes to mind but uh
1: they're not building anything new there
2: um i guess it's under uh new management um it was sold but the new owners say they just want to maintain the history of it and uh yeah, it's a really cool place to check out. I have a lot of fun working there.
1: Do they do tours?
2: They do do tours. Actually, yes. Um, so far since I've worked there, there's been one tour on a Saturday night, and it looks like it's a blast. You you go out there, and they go through the history, take you through all the mausoleums, and then uh they do they give you these like uh, torches, like not fire torches, like flashlight torches, and uh. They all get in circles and do chants and, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. It kind of creeps me out because they did that for about a couple hours. And then they went home and I'm like, okay, well, if you guys did something, I'm here (laughs) for it. So,
1: (laughs) Well, that's pretty ridiculous, right?
2: (laughs) But it looks like a blast. Uh, A lot of fun. There's a lot of interesting characters that go through there. we got a guy called the ghoul who likes to break in every night and he just steals flowers and he tries to go to people's graves and find like alcohol that people discard. So, uh, he's fun. His name's George. (laughs) So I watch out for him regularly. Um, and then this one time there was this woman, um, she kind of looked like she was homeless And I seen her a few times and I just, you know, when I was closing up, I'd ask her to go and she wasn't any kind of problem. And uh, one particular day, she was kind of on one. She was just cursing at graves and yelling and screaming. And uh, and I told her, like, hey, the park's about to close in 20 minutes. And she was just like, oh, you killed my children. Just really, uh, really, I don't know and uh yeah so i i kinda i kinda let her keep to her business and i saw her later and she was burning a bible
1: okay she's got some problems it sounds like
2: so uh (laughs) i had to call the police and i was just kind of You know, I called the non-emergency, and I was like, hey, I got this woman here. And they're just like, okay, we'll bring a unit. And then she just started walking through the cemetery, and it's just pitch dark. So I had to follow her because, I mean, on the road, I'll just lose sight of her. So I was kind of a few meters away, and I'm just telling her, like, hey, the police are coming, but I don't want you to get in trouble. If you can leave, like, everything will be fine. And yeah. She uh, she told me something that, like, is so chilling. She asked me, if I went missing, how long do you think it would be until the search party stopped looking for me? Like, raised all my hairs, and she just kind of took off. Um, I I notified my superiors, and I told them, like, I described her. And they're just like, you think she's homeless, right? And I'm like, yeah, she looks terrible. They're like, she's actually a multimillionaire. That's the heir of a cult, which I found really interesting. (laughs) So uh, yeah, Well. I might have, you know, rubbed the elite the wrong way or something. But yeah, it's a really cool job. I have a lot of fun there.
1: Yeah, those are some very interesting stories. Thank you. Yeah, super cool, super creepy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're
1: happy to happy to hear from you and happy to have the, um, you share these stories with us.
2: Thank you so much. It's uh, it's been really fun being here. Um, to be at the beginning of something, I'm sure is going to be a super success.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. do you mind
2: if I do a shameless plug and plug my Instagram? Awesome. Um, it's, a uh, all lowercase Dave, anything four zero seven seven. Um, that's also my Gmail. Um, I post pictures and stuff at the cemetery so you can uh, check that out. And, uh, thanks again. Uh, cheers.
1: Yeah. And cheers to that. And, uh, one more thing. Tell yes. us, uh, where, where would we be able to find info about the ghost tours?
2: Just a simple Google uh, Fairhaven Cemetery, and it'll come up right away. It'll say ghost tours. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Yeah. yeah, just in case some of our listeners were interested in taking a tour.
2: Yeah, totally. And it, it looks like it's a blast and you get your money's worth. It's a good couple hours long. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It looks, looks great. So
1: what's I'm actually Andrea? looking at I need to see the bottle again.
2: Oh sure, I got it at a uh, Rite Aid <laughs> or not Rite Aid? Uh, Rouse at like. Rancho the...
1: Alto, okay. Yep. Product of Mexico. What did it
2: say? Uh, Spain.
1: Oh, nice.
2: I guess it was like nine bucks. I think.
1: <laughs> hey, it's fancy. It's imported.
2: Yeah, and then I have this, but I haven't tried this yet. It's a Chardonnay.
1: Barefoot. I, most,
2: I mostly just got it to make it, like, decorative because my uh my kitchen table has this thing to hold wine bottles and stuff, so I just...
1: You're like, let's fill it.
2: I'll, I'll tell you, this is getting me pretty buzzed. This is, like, my third glass right now. My head's swimming a little bit.
1: <laughs> Slow your roll. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Keep drinking. <laughs>
2: might as well i'll probably just knock out after this
1: <laughs> right right
2: yeah
1: all right man well thanks again
2: yeah great no... it was really awesome thank you again yeah, so fun much.
1: Little bit. in other news bug bites we've all had them they suck.
0: they itch they sometimes bleed if you're like me you're allergic to bug bites especially mosquito and flea bites
1: And they are not attractive. They are ugly as fuck.
0: Bug bites ain't sexy. Sexy ain't bug bites. But if you guys got some remedies, let us know. Comment on our Instagram. Again, that's at Wasted Witches Podcast. And yeah, for me, the only thing that's ever worked is Arbonne's Detox Body Oil, which, um, I mean, apparently has like Bergamot and and lavender and anise is that how you say it
1: all the good things all All the the good smelling things
0: yeah all the good smelling things and I think it had um oh grapeseed oil and ginger Mm. but yeah that's the only thing that's ever helped and the off and everything no they still bite me they're on they ain't off (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to episode three. Again, thank you for your patience with our technical difficulties. Uh, anything you want to say, Nicole, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for bearing with us during this
1: trying time turning <laughs> these, but we got to figure it out.
0: Yes, we got to figure out we're back on track. We can't wait for you guys to hear the next episode and stay tuned until next time.
1: Stay spooky.
0: Ooh. (laughs)